Blokebusters Podcast, episode 31. My name is Paul. I'm Brian. Today is January 22nd, 2014. Who'd have thought we'd have lasted this long? <laughs> oh, I had a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Giving yeah. this cost us virtually nothing to do. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, today we are going to be talking about Wolf of Wall Street. And going into the very basics of that, here we got the director, which is... Anyone listening to this probably knows the director, Mr... Yes, Penny maybe? Marshall? Yes. No. <laughs> Mr. Penny Marshall. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Martin Scorsese, of course. Ah, that was my next guess. Yes. The, right. uh, the budget being $100 million, and as of the 20th, it has made $168,242,021. Hey. <laughs> A nice little I think we can take credit for that $21. Yes, so we can. <laughs> That's not including any you know, snack sales. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, would you like to give the synopsis for this one? Uh, yeah. It's uh, pretty much it's uh, Goodfellas and okay. Casino without the violence. <laughs> oh, <there we> go. <laughs> no, you know, it's hedonism. It's excess. Um, well, you know. I guess Jordan. I'm not looking off. I'm actually not looking off of IMDb this time, guys. Yeah, we're just, <laughs> I'm just winging it. Yeah. Let, let us know how that works out. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'm probably poorly, and I'll, this will be the last time I do it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, young upstart Jordan Belfort, very ambitious, wants to be rich or whatever, yeah. and always look. Well, I don't know. Always looking <laughs> for a way up, you know, and uh, to stock starts his own stock trading company. Yeah, uh, or whatever. I, that's how. Yeah, you know, that, oh, I mean, informed I am of what those you know. That is what the company yes. does. So yeah, yes. they, you know, so they sell stocks and, uh, but not quite in a legal fashion. And well, there's nothing. There's nothing technically illegal about the specifics of what. They no, do. no, no. Just the practices. <laughs> yeah. There. Yeah. But you know, he starts as what is it called, Stratford Bel- uh, Belmont? Yes. Yeah, something <laughs> of this sort. Yeah, Stratford- I probably should have written that down. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, he might be going back on his promise not to use IMDb at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is this site I found? No, 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 yeah, but but it's uh, based on a true story, of course. Wealthy yes. stockbroker living a high life to his fall involving crime, corruption, and the federal government. Yes. yes. So I, I think that was the last thing that you did miss out, the federal government. Federal government, involved. little, yeah, little involved. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's pretty much three hours of partying and drug use and sex and yeah. then the heat starts to come down on him yes. <laughs> which yes. makes for a great movie in my well, mind yes it, it's not just three hours of some guy getting everything he wants and that's the end of it no 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 no, no, no. there are yes some complications along the way and uh, it's yeah. obviously thoroughly you know enjoyable to yes. see that and everyone even if you didn't know it was a true story you know the format of those movies it's it's not a happily ever after kind of story. <laughs> yes, it, it's, it's kind of kind of Scarface without the ultimate ending. Really. Yeah, yes. you know the sky is going to fall yeah. at some point. You know this isn't going to last forever. Even if he didn't get caught, he'd be killed by the drugs <laughs> sooner or later. <laughs> uh, so, all right, that's kind of what the movie was about. <laughs> yeah, as you followed that, that's the film. I mean, I didn't. Yeah. I said it. <laughs> Alright, um, so, cast then. In the lead role of Jordan Belfort, you've got Leonardo DiCaprio, who, you know, obviously at the time of this recording and for a little while after, the Oscars aren't happening yet, but he really should win an Oscar this time. Right? I think so. <laughs> uh, 
and just for his <laughs> physicality. Yeah. Not even the the performances with the microphone. The just no. the whole. I'm sure we will get to it a little later. The whole Quaalude scene. Yes. Uh, <laughs> she, that is Oscar worthy right there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely scene. Um, well, yeah. So as you said, we'll get back to that. So more on that later. Jonah Hill as Donny. Azov? I actually can't remember how you pronounce it last night. Heffa. That's Heffa. There we go. <laughs> this is called Heffa. Uh, Margot Robbie. Oh. Or, I'm assuming that's how you pronounce His it. His second last wife night. and my future wife. <laughs> uh, Naomi. Sorry, Zoe. <laughs> and then Belfort, obviously. And then. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, may as well spoiler at the end not necessarily at the end of the film is no longer a Belfort but there we go uh-huh. Kyle Chandler as the FBI agent Patrick Denham which Ooh. apparently based off of a real FBI guy called Greg yeah. Greg said, uh, yes. <laughs> Greg good guy Greg I yeah. know him I, I know Greg lovely guy um, yeah, uh, um, he was also I just want to say uh, if, if Super 8 uh, he was the cop dad in Super 8 yeah, my, my co-host mentioned that to me just before we started recording, know. and it was one of those, oh yeah. Yeah, I think that was like his first like notable thing he did, but yeah, he's been in, it seems like he's been in like 10 movies this year, so I don't oh, know. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Things are coming along for Mr. I, I've Chandler. I've seen the name pop up every now and again. <laughs> yes, and then uh, who else do you have there, sir? Uh, Rob Reiner as Max Belfort. Mm-hmm. Uh, lovely performance. Yes. Uh, the good John Favreau as Manny Riskin. Yes, mm. moving on from his Iron Man days now. <laughs> yes. Pretty much the same role, though. Yeah, same yeah. role. <laughs> yeah. Iron but it's Man. not Iron Man, so no, no, there no, we no, go. No. <laughs> yeah, I, they, they should have... Apparently Tony's fired him and Jordan yeah. hired him. I don't know. They should have given him the same name. Like, they, mm. they really should have. Yeah. Uh, Matthew McConaughey as Mark Hanna. That's, yes, uh, as chest beater number one. <laughs> yes, indeed. And we've got two more... John Bernthal, John Bernthal, yeah. yeah, as Brad, aka pretty much the same guy as he is in Walking Dead, just doing stock mm. stuff. <laughs> less must, less mustache in Walking Dead, yeah. And but... uh, any spoilers for Walking Dead? Um, he, well, I just won't finish that right. sentence. <laughs> Actually, I, I would, I would, I would disagree, depending on the spoiler, because uh, I mean the kind. Yeah, I, I can't. I don't want. Well, to I don't know. Uh, I I hate spoilers, so you yeah. know. <laughs> Especially when you're not thinking as well. Wolf of Wall Street spoilers, and then you're like, "Holy shit! I'm meaning to binge watch, you know, yeah. Walking Dead at here, <laughs> some point." What the hell are you waiting on? Yeah. All right, I everyone agree. dies. Spoiler alert: <laughs> everyone dies. No, just kidding. No, that's a different show, isn't it? Um, uh, uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> the dragons will almost turn up, and then they die. <laughs> Anyone uh, else there? <laughs> Um, uh, well, talking about spoilers very quickly then, I, I recently saw a little clip of uh, J- Jennifer Lawrence actually on the red carpet talking to someone who I believe is either in Justified or one of those mm-hmm. shows, and the person interviewing her, upon being told that she's only what season two, probably spoils the end of season three, with, mm-hmm. the, with the star of the show telling the interviewer, no, 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 don't! <laughs> Wow. She ends up just kind of walking off at the end. Of it, so. Bit of a shame. Poor thing. Yeah, exactly. Don't spoil people. And then yes, that's our job. <laughs> <laughs> and then go Jean de Jardin as Swiss guy. As Swiss guy. Yes, Swiss guy. Also, yes, from and, the artist. Yeah. Wonderful performance. In the yeah, artist, I, I didn't but... bother writing down that character's name because 
I didn't remember it. The, second the Swiss film, guy. Though, yeah. I mean, you know who we mean. The Swiss guy. This, there is one Swiss, Swiss guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Swiss banker guy. There we go. There we go, if we want to <laughs> pin it down a little more. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I've got written down. Was there all anyone right. else? Thanks, folks. <laughs> yeah. No. See you next time. Uh, all right. So, were there any other people that you wanted to... No. Yeah, no? I'm good. All right. <laughs> Right. I'll probably think of one later, but I'm good. <laughs> so, where do you want to start with this film? Uh, well, first of all, I guess overall impressions of oh, yeah. All right. yeah, I the can film. Just Well, I will say, going into it with, obviously comparing it to a previous Scorsese work, I think that this film isn't as good as The Departed, but has some better acting in it. If you get what I'm going with there. I I didn't get into this film as much as I did with The Departed. But, obviously, Leo in it is just fantastic. And I actually enjoyed Jonah Hill in this. I don't normally like Jonah Hill. But, <laughs> Django being yeah. an exception, I think. <laughs> yes, yes. Come on. Uh, but, yeah, this film, I think he did really well in it I don't oh know. yeah he I, carried all of his scenes very well I mean he could have easily been out acted I guess you could say but yeah. I don't think he was in the slightest no and he I know some people might even say that he was overacting himself but I think that well those he, are the characters yeah uh, exactly he, he probably looking at the character and seeing everything I'm sure he even brought a couple of his own things mm-hmm. into it and it was enjoyable to see him on the screen rather than I think I tried to watch, was it 21 Jump Street? <laughs> oh, yeah? I, I tried yeah, to watch yeah, I actually that. enjoyed that. But... I, mean, I, I never watched the show. So uh, well, I didn't. I mean, I wasn't a big, but I, just, I did enjoy yeah. that. And I, I was trying to watch it, and I, I just couldn't get into that. Uh, myself, so maybe having watched this and liking Jonah Hill, it might not have been Jonah Hill. In that, it could just might, been. Might, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was, it was Channing. Silly, I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> Channing to him. It was the Gibbs fault. But yeah, so I, I mean, it's. A very solid film, although I would say, obviously, it now holds the world record for the most number of F-bonds in the... Oh, really? I did not the, know that. Uh, yeah. It, I, it beats I Scarface? It beats Scarface. Wow. I don't, I don't... It has just under 600 wow. uses of the word fuck. All right. Folks, <laughs> and, drinking games, drink every time they say yeah. fuck, and you'll be dead by the fifth reel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I was thinking... I got that that was the time and this was how these people mm-hmm. talk, but I was kind of feeling by the halfway point that they are kind of using this swearing as almost a crutch in the film. It's like, this guy is using all these swearers in most of the sentences that he's uttering. And maybe that's the point. Maybe like, they were actually being true to <laughs> who these people yeah. were. I think it is stated, obviously he becomes an official stockbroker he goes to school and he does that but i always got the feeling that he wasn't necessarily the best educated guy he was no he just knew people and yeah, knew how to manipulate and, yeah. so maybe i wasn't reading it right of all the swearing with him covering up for not being yeah. able to so articulate I did, I didn't further. Bother, yeah i mean it was just white noise too yeah. it didn't bother me but it's just, thing, yeah. the swearing didn't bother me it just seemed like because there was so much it's like mm. you know, maybe they're kind of leaning on this a little bit yeah and maybe shock value for the people mm. that are influenced by that i think i said in the christmas special that you know they cut three minutes of mm. sex and maybe more swearing i don't know yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. sure the count would have been a lot higher uh-huh. had they left those in but yeah, it, it did kind of seem as though he 
Martin Scorsese wanted to do a film to almost see what he could get away with. <laughs> like, you know, there's so much in there. I know that my wife wouldn't have liked the film, per se, probably because of the amount of nudity and swearing in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ironically, one of the reasons I didn't yes, like it. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. Uh, yeah, obviously, everyone's going to go in. Different strokes different, for different folks. Yeah. Yep. I didn't couldn't care less about yeah. the nudity or the, the swearing. Up to a point. (laughs) Obviously, if it was just everyone walking around naked but delivering the lines, that that might be going a little... That's called a different kind of film. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, I can't really knock the film overall, short of... Yeah, I think I noticed one little continuity thing at one point. But again, that's... I mean, running time as well, I thought it moved pretty fast for being a three-hour film. Yeah, it really did. It was able to... There were really no down parts... It was able to cycle through each section of his life fairly well. And the only time that it ever really slowed down was when he did. Like when he took the time talking to people. Mm -hmm. Which is a good thing about the film is that it had the dialogue there. And it didn't seem to shy away from dialogue to put other things in. There were several scenes where it was just them talking and talking and talking. Yeah, it wasn't a but non-stop. It, yeah, but it party wasn't and cars. And... It wasn't too heavy, and it, it didn't leave you feeling like stop talking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there were no scenes. that were like, okay, this scene needs to end now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, get back to the boobs and the fast cars. You know? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure there were a few people that saying that, but I wasn't one of them. Like, I was entertained the whole time. Yeah, I actually uh, asked a coworker. Who had seen it and I had not. I said, you know, three hour film. I usually have to go to the bathroom movie. When's a good time? Like, He's like, uh, don't go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, he's like, that even if it's going to be a minute and a, you know, two minutes you miss, he's like, that's going to be two minutes you will really miss. Yeah. So, I'm like, all right. I would say the one and only time that you could go, let's say you have someone else with you, that you could go and not miss a lot but it is still kind of important would mm. be when the FBI guys turn up on the boat oh. like that that whole bit when they turn up is like that pretty much your only reprieve if you're gonna <laughs> go and see this well, yeah, because yeah you just know how that scene's gonna go anyway yeah like yeah they're feeling each other out and, you know there's gonna be threats and you know, yeah yeah and you may miss later when, you know, like, you tried to bribe a federal officer? Yeah, like, yes, oh, well, and then you would be informed that's what happened. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, that was, I did like the whole idea he had in his head of, like, you know, I didn't specify an amount. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, he knew the law. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No amount was uttered, therefore it cannot be a considered bribe in court. <laughs> I'd love to know if that is a thing. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it only is a bribe if something definitive is there. Definit- yeah. <laughs> Well, it's in a movie, so it has to be true, Paul. Yeah, Don't so, you know that? <laughs> they wouldn't lie to yeah, us. Especially based on a real story. Exactly. They would not lie to us. They have more responsibility than that. Yeah, exactly. Well, and what was your general take on the film? My then? general take is I really enjoyed it. I, I thought I would, but I enjoyed it a lot more than I expected to. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I've been a huge fan of Scorsese my entire time I've been interested in film or just been enraptured by film yeah Uh, and you know gone back and watched all of his old stuff watched Mean Streets and uh, Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore and The Hours and like all the the old stuff in the 70s you know Taxi Driver and all the stuff and I've loved everything you know 70s I think 
some of his best work, and then you know early '80s, uh, Raging Bull, and all that, and you know up to you know '90s and Goodfellas and Casino and yeah. uh, Gangs of New York. I mean, just I've loved pretty much. I don't know if there's like Gangs of New York is maybe my least favorite, but it's still one of my favorite movies. Like yeah, on a yeah. pecking order, like it's maybe lower in his body of work, but yeah. uh, I, I know I'm. Gonna get a good product. Yeah. When I so I think this is may, perhaps maybe is a most stylized I think film. Yeah. Flashy. I mean, that's the world they live in. Yeah. Uh, supposed to be you know the eighties um, greed and excess and all that stuff. But uh, I did think it yeah. had a certain flair to it that his other films don't have. That usually when you think Scorsese, you think gritty. Those are the you know gritty, dark, or you know yeah um, the, the dull tones and everything. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Departed very gritty. Very you know very sketchy and you know that's just the story. Yeah. But that's how it's also filmed. And this is very Vibrant. flashy. Very. <laughs> Yeah, it's vibrant, great word, and I, I did like seeing that from him. And I, I, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to have a lot of like replay value with this movie because yeah. it's, it's, it's a journey that once you get to the end, you've gone on that journey, and I don't know yeah. if you want to see that character go through it again. I mean, I, I will, I most certainly will buy it. <laughs> I'm saying let's not get crazy here, but. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There are certain films of his I can watch over and over, and I, I don't know if this will necessarily be one of those. I I can see exactly what you mean with it, and you you've gone through the journey. And I think a big thing about this film is half of the drama comes from the fact that you really don't know when it's going to crash. I mean, obviously, yeah. looking at the running. I mean, time, if you haven't done any research into the real guy or the real situation, then you don't exactly know what's going to happen. You don't yeah. know if he's going to go to jail. You don't know. If he's going to live or die, you don't know if any one of these characters is going to live or die. So, yeah. I mean, once you've been through that, then you know. And you can enjoy it then as just the hedonistic fest it is. Exactly. <laughs> but... I was going to say, the, the second time viewing is probably, I would argue, mostly male viewers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and... I'm sure I could watch it again a second time just as a film studies guy wanting to see all the stuff that you missed the first time. Exactly, yeah. Like, actually looking at the details and all that but stuff. As but as being emotionally invested in the story at that time again, I don't think no. so. But I mean, I, I, I don't know how emotionally invested I was in the film the first time. Maybe because I personally couldn't relate to the characters. Mm-hmm. So it was more... I, it was more... Along the lines of, say, almost watching TV in that respect, of like, I'm just following this story. Yeah. I'm not with the character, I'm just following mm-hmm. it and trying to. Half the time I was trying to think, okay, how is he going to react to this? I think I have an idea of the character, so what's what's going to come up and how it's going to go. But yeah, I, I don't think this will be something that I watch a second time unless. Maybe I'll borrow it from you and watch it with the commentary. <laughs> uh, yes, Scorsese usually does not do commentary. Oh, so. Someone's got to do a commentary. Yeah, well, someone will. I'm sure they'll point. they'll have a cast or writers or something. But yeah, yeah. and it would be great to have a Leonardo DiCaprio commentary. Uh, I, I doubt that. I, you yeah, might probably, be dreaming there, sir. But. I know. <laughs> well, especially since apparently Jonah Hill announced last week that he earned. $60,000 for his role in this film. Really? Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, $10 million. <laughs> Like, it's one of those things of, I wonder, I wonder if yeah, he he's went on... in for a cut of the the profit, like, yeah, maybe a 0.1% mm-hmm. thing or something. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sure there's something in the deal. Because yeah. there's norm, normally, if you get someone that signs on for a lot lower, they have something out the end of it. Mm-hmm. 
But, yeah, I found it odd that he only got 60 Or, you know, he'll be involved in the next project or whatever, you know, something oh, like that. Go. That could you be know, something Who knows? Else, yeah. Yes. I mean, DVD sales, Blu-ray sales. Yeah, I, I, I didn't look too far into the article. I just saw the numbers yeah. and was like, oh, that'll be something interesting. 60 grand, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't even buy one of the cars that uh, Jordan drove in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you could buy the car he was driving at the beginning. No, oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a golf cart. I don't know. Something Both. Like yeah, Get there you go. Yeah, there we are. There was a golf cart in there, wasn't there? Okay. Yeah, all right. Somewhere. <laughs> I have, oh, to, and I forgot. I have to say, if I was still living in England, you know, if I had a large amount of money and not sure what to do with it, I would buy myself uh, what's called a milk float. And just, it's one of those things, uh, it, normally a battery-operated vehicle, it can only go up to like seven miles an hour. Just like deck it out a little bit. I always wanted one of my friends to get one, and then we put fake bars in and get driven into school like rattling Oh, nice. <laughs> but... Uh, Unfortunately, they decided that they didn't want to do that. So, oh, too bad. so my dream, until I become a millionaire and I'm able to ship one over here and get it. Sorted out, <laughs> well, I'm good just... luck with that. Yes, um, <laughs> I did. Another uh, thing I wanted to point out is that I I don't know how you f- feel about this, but it seems like it's been a growing trend. Maybe in the past 10, 15 years of film, but the anti-hero movies. Yeah. I'm a big fan of. I, I really usually like that. You know that yeah. where it's actually you're rooting for the guy, but he's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or he's maybe not a bad guy, but doing bad things and yeah. being selfish or being you know like TV show like Dexter or whatever. He's a serial killer, but you like him because he's killing the bad people. Yeah, you know, or, uh, he, he's or, doing doing bad things for the right. Or reason, or you know, going right. way back to another Leonardo DiCaprio movie, Catch Me If You Can. You know he's fraud. Yeah. you know all this fraud and just to live. His own adventure and go on, you know, around the world, but yeah. he is, you know, being a criminal. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, it's one of those things, of, especially with that particular film, he wants to just live a, a nice life. He just wants yeah. to be able to go through life without mm-hmm. worrying too much about what's going to happen to him. And obviously, he does the wrong thing about that, mm-hmm. but because that's so relatable, that's why you end up liking the guy. And with mm-hmm. this. With this particular film, yeah, very much just anti here and there's not there's not too much There are not too many redeeming qualities, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean the the only thing you could say that would be really redeeming is the fact that you know, he clearly loves his daughter because he doesn't want to let her go at the end, but you never see any other scenes of him being with the daughter. So it's like it almost feels like when that scene just kinda of pops up at the end of like rather than him liking being a father is him trying to gain a piece of that life and just leave with it. Well, right? I just think, so like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a man. You're not going to take what's mine. It doesn't matter that's a flesh and blood person, but yeah. it's, it's just one of my other possessions. He, and you're not going to take any of my shit. Yeah. <laughs> Even though a couple of times in the film, you, you do, there are the odd hints here and there that you know, he does enjoy being a family guy. He just mm. loves money more, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah, so, yeah, one of those real anti-heroes. Well, I like the opening where he says, uh, you know, like the best drug of all. Or, you know, his money. Yeah. <laughs> or his favorite drug. Yeah. yeah. Drug of choice. Drug of choice, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, sh- shall we uh, talk a little bit about the drug use then, obviously leading up to... Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the one particular one scene. One scene, I'm sure, yes, that everyone has talked about if you've seen it. Right. All right, so... Yes, in this film, obviously, there is a considerable amount of drug use. Yes. And and it's one of those ones where I think it's the more realistic showing of what that can do to you. 
<laughs> I, I mean, they they have all of these people where you know they take cocaine in the stock market so mm. that they can be wired at the time they need to be wired. Yeah, and obviously this then becomes a habit for them, and that's how mm. they get into it. Well, yeah, well, well, with the Matthew McConaughey character who is just in it very briefly. Yeah, uh, but you know he's kind of the mentor. They're initially saying, "Hey, this is how this world works. You got to have this holding up a little vial. You got to have this guy, you know, yeah. to, to to do this job." And that's what he was taught, yeah, exactly. <laughs> essentially, you know. And pretty much everything he's told by that guy, he ends up <laughs> turning around and telling other people, and that's how that all works. So uh, it, it goes from that, like seeing him with the cocaine, and then you basically find out that he's taking something called, qua- how, how is it? Quaaludes. Quaaludes, that's it. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. quaaludes, was that yeah. it? Which, they, yeah, we're what, big in the 70s What exactly is it? It was I, actually, I, yeah, like it said in the movie, it was actually intended to be like a sleeping pill. Yeah, I mean, I, and I'd never heard of it before seeing this well, film. It wasn't. I mean, it's it's been off the market for like twenty some years or well, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, but it's one of those things that I don't think I've ever seen another film where um, even with if, drugs if in, you've seen Almost Famous, uh, Kate Hudson's character Almost ODs from Quaaludes, they pump come in and pump her stomach. Mm, she's like, oh, she's I, on Ludes, or I think, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's been a while, so that's probably yeah. But yeah, that was like my first, and I had no idea what they were when I saw that film, and then <laughs> I've known you know since then. But right. yeah, so, so yeah, it was like a sleeping drug, and like they say in the film, if you fight the urge to sleep for about fifteen minutes or so, then you get an incredible high from it. Yeah, so and, so it's one of one of those things where you, you start to see every character taking more and more, and it affecting them more and more, mm-hmm. which is something you don't see a lot of in these films. You either see the fact that they're taking a lot. Oh yeah, he, they, he gives his like drug schedule or whatever. He's like, oh, I take yeah. one of this time, and then I take one here, and then I take a couple more to you know this yeah. time of day, a couple for dinner <laughs> or whatever it is, you so, know. So and and the people, the films where you see them just taking a lot of drugs, like let's say Scarface for instance, like mm-hmm. you don't you don't really see a lot of him needing any drugs at all times. It's just sort of like, cocaine sniff. Ah, cocaine yeah, you don't see a lot of drug behavior. Like yeah. one of the you know. Well, yeah, you just assume, okay, the character did drugs, so now he's on drugs, but you don't see him acting like he's yeah. on drugs. <laughs> Whereas in this film, there's clearly moments where these people are <laughs> off their oh, tits. Yes. <laughs> on the plane, or, you know, for one, yeah, yeah. where he I, like, wakes up restrained. <laughs> yeah. I, I had to say, the most, the most shocking thing in the entire film for me wasn't what most people would probably think of it. It's... The scene where you first meet uh, was it Naomi, mm. and she wasn't talking to her, and yeah. you know, the wife sends Donnie's wife in to mm. to get him away from her, and you then turn around and Donnie's got his got his junk out. <laughs> it's like, wow, okay. Yes, <laughs> like, it, it was, was one of those things of like yeah, you see him from the waist up. Jerking his arm, and it's like, yeah, okay, we know exactly what's going on, and then, yeah. and then when they react, and then it cuts back to him, it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great though. He's like, oh, she's too damn hot. Like, I just, uh, got to do this right now. Yeah, love that. That was hilarious. Yeah, and it, and it was, it was the one bit in the film where I thought, wow, like it, naked women, whatever, like yeah, that's some film stuff, and you you see Leonardo DiCaprio's backside as well. And it's, yeah. And then it's just like, I'm going to assume a prosthetic. I am, <laughs> just for the sake of my own 
sanity. I'm going to assume that it was a prosthetic because I it did just kind of seem like flop, flop, flop. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I know. Ah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> he, get, he gets unfortunate turn phrase tackled to the ground. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it one of those things was like yeah. I also think for his safety that had to happen because imagine getting tackled to the ground and that not dangerous. Madly, you know? Yeah, or not dangerous at all. Yeah, I said sarcastically. <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds fun. So yeah, you see all of this effect, and then what is it? Gotta be in the last quarter of the film is when they. It's they, yeah. I'd say a good sick good more than two thirds yeah, way through so, the film. So yeah, it, they they end up getting a hold of, and this is. Donnie gets a hold of it, and it's clearly because he knows he's messed up. So he's yeah. <laughs> he's got this the, thing. The so holy the, grail of quaaludes, yeah. the yeah. lemons. The, the lemons, the one from you know, the original run or whatever They're, it was. Whatever, super strong. Or, yeah. Yeah. So, of course, they take, I think it's three. I don't know. They took one to begin with. Mm. They then took another one, and I think Jordan actually took two. It is or two more time, or something, yeah. yeah but, so, yeah, yeah they, they take a lot, and then... You get to see the delayed effect where yes. he's talking yes. to his father at a payphone a mile down the road. Yeah, at the country when, club. Yeah, when all of a sudden he can't quite speak, well. <laughs> and he's lost all of his motor skills. Yeah, he, he just kind of goes down. Yeah, <laughs> he just gets a stroke face pretty much. Yes. What What was the? Uh, the he said that. Uh, he skipped straight over the two normal phases and went to the end one, and then ended up in a completely new phase—the cerebral palsy. Cerebral palsy is just on the ground, twi- yeah. which it shouldn't be funny, but it is. Yeah, He's just I, laying there twitching. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it leads to probably the best moment in the film, where he realizes that he has to get home. Yeah, and, and has so, to get to the car. Yeah. So he yep, walking's out. Yeah, walking's out. <laughs> so he then crawls crawl to the car and rolls down the stairs. Yeah. I love how that was shot, though. How, yeah. how from his perspective, it's like a thousand stairs or, or a hundred yeah. stairs, or whatever. And then really, it's like four. Yeah, <laughs> four. <laughs> you know, and, then, and, and then of course, like my favorite bit, hand down, is just when he gets to the car. Mm-hmm. He eventually gets that door open without it shutting down on yeah. him. Yeah. And then the phone rings. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just... You just see this... Okay. You just see <laughs> legs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so curls around. And then legs sticking out of the car as he's talking on the phone. And you, you hear at this point... The reason he had to talk to his dad on the phone is... His dad knows the FBI is now bugging the house. Mm. Because of all of this illegal yeah. stuff he's been doing. And his wife on the phone is telling him that his Swiss bank guy is on the phone waiting to talk to him about the Swiss bank accounts. Yeah. And all you see is his legs just twitching as he's just going, Good! Oh, yeah, Donnie. Yeah, Donnie's talking. <laughs> and it's yeah. like Donnie's talking to the guy. And it, all he's saying is, get off the phone. And he says it, I think, get him off the phone. And it's three times. And you hear him getting more stressed each time, but you can't make out any of the words. <laughs> you can kind of tell, yeah. <laughs> and then him crying as he realizes, okay, I'll be there in a minute. Yeah. And that that entire scene is just that's why he should win an Oscar this year. That 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 is, a, I agree, one hundred percent, Oscar worthy right there. And then the reveal of you know, well, I got you know, yeah. got home safe, didn't even get a scratch on my right. Yeah, and then, it was, was it a mile as slowly as he could. Yeah, but yeah. Didn't 
didn't get a scratch on the car, and then the next morning when he was arrested and taken outside, <laughs> it was completely out. totaled the Lamborghini. Yeah. And then the replay of that scene, just yeah. backing up, smash, <laughs> pull forward, smash, <laughs> running over a sign, running yeah. to the ditch, smash. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's something that I don't think is used enough in film, which is, like, they'll show a scene and then a quick cut back to, like, actually, this mm-hmm. is what happened. Or a retelling of the scene. Like, the only other time I can think of it off the top of my head right now is Ocean's Eleven. The idea of you saw how that played out and then mm-hmm. you think it's all done and then you actually see how it really played yeah. out. Like, it's one of those things that is a, actually a really good narrative tool. It lets you tell two stories for the price of one, as it were. Exactly, and, and it yeah. Gi- and it gives you the extra time that this film really needed to mm-hmm. tell <laughs> yeah three hours I mean I, I understand that there's a lot to tell do you feel that this film could have been shortened at I all? you know I don't know what I would take out of it yeah. I really don't yeah, and, I, and I don't mind three hour films no, yeah. if I'm entertained and I was I mean, that, that's the thing I didn't mind three hour films it's just one of those things of I'm thinking this film is going to be one of those ones where Probably just going to be a film that people that like Leonardo DiCaprio go and see, people that like Martin Scorsese go and see, mm-hmm. and then people that need to see every Oscar film go and mm-hmm. see. I, I think this is definitely going to be not a cult classic, because obviously it's made a lot of money mm-hmm. and it's done well, but I think this is going to be one of those very slim audience range, mm-hmm. as it were. I, I don't see your average mum and dad with two kids walking down the film. Well, I do think it's like a couple's. I do think, you know, I see the boyfriend grabbing, dragging the girlfriend in because he went and saw the chick flicks and now she's (laughs) got to go watch this. Yeah. I mean, yeah, could could actually be used as a revenge film. (laughs) If you really hated that, (laughs) that, uh, I don't know, Love Actually or whatever, just a bigger random romantic film. You hated that. Yeah, take it to see this and... I think you're even. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, this was definitely a film that I went into knowing it was long, and I didn't feel watching it that it was that long. But like looking looking back on it now, thinking about it, there were definitely a lot of scenes, and I was thinking maybe cutting down here and there on a little. No, I don't want to cut out the what, talking. The first wife, or the a little less of the. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I you think, know that's doomed anyway. Yeah, well, that's, so. that's the thing. Like a little less of the first wife. I can understand why she's in there so much because then you are supposed to feel that he's a complete arsehole for yeah. doing <clears throat> what he did. The problem is, by the time she finds out that he's been doing what he did, he's been doing it for so long that you genuinely don't care anymore <laughs> yeah, about that. True. And you know that he's going to get out of it. So yeah, I mean, maybe cut down a little bit on that. And I would have liked to have seen, this might have actually added time, but I would have liked to have seen his mentor somehow come back. Oh, McConaughey. Yeah, I was, thought, I was always expecting him to reach out to McConaughey yeah. at some point when he was in trouble, you know. Well, but, and, <clears throat> and even when he said he got a bunch of people that he knew down, mm-hmm. I figured he would ask him down. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm now starting this up. Mm-hmm. Why don't you come down? But, yeah, and they... They never explained what he did after that. Everyone he knew in that office. Like, they don't touch on any of them ever again. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's, that's odd. I, I figured they would, he would have said something like, you know, oh, obviously after the crash and then he started this stuff. And, and maybe even uh, I tried to reach whatever, but now you're doing this. Like, yeah, but nothing. <laughs> you, well, you know, I was okay without the information. And uh, you I, said I, I was thought you were going to say something different, but when you said it was going to add time, I would have liked to... I don't know 
how it would have worked in this style of film, but I would have liked to have seen some of the scenes of the people that are being used. Oh, so from so because it, it, it's all one sided, <clears throat> you know. Yeah. You, you just these poor schmucks are just getting taken advantage of. You don't, and they're just living it up with their money, yeah, which sure. they did. And I, I told Paul I was going to bring this up. Uh, there was a early film that was much the same story called Boiler Room. One of the few Vin Diesel films I can tolerate, <laughs> <laughs> and Ben Affleck or whatever. But in Giovanni Ribisi, you know, it's in a stock trading company, and they're doing not so cool practices. Right. And you know, the invest whole sky falling thing, government investigation, all going down. But they do show like the phone calls of people losing their homes, or you know, right. like just not being able to make their payments on whatever, just because this guy fucked them over. Right. And like, like, what are you going to do? And they're just like, sorry. We're assholes, you know? <laughs> but I don't know how that would have worked in this film. Maybe I'm asking for something that could have been done. Well, if you think about it that way... It would break up, I don't know, the energy, maybe too much of the film. Maybe a little. Although yeah. I could see it having been shown silently over... Rain reason I want to see is that to see Leonardo... Uh, well, Jordan, I guess. His yeah. conscience tested. No, you, we know he's a self-centered, selfish asshole. Right. But to see that tested against someone that's truly—he's truly fucked over. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, to see if he—that affects him at all, if he has a heart or not. Or it could have been showing his amassing of wealth, juxtaposing it against mm-hmm. the. Obviously, it would all be narrated by. Leonardo talking about how he's gaining more and more money and you see these people losing their money or whatever and then maybe even seeing the last one of that being someone going mm-hmm. to the FBI like not even necessarily talking to the guy but going to the building to say something so you clearly see this one here was his downfall this is what specifically yeah. sparked it <clears throat> as opposed to just oh him doing everything he did then the FBI turned up. <laughs> yeah, no, how how did the FBI exactly start in on this? You see, you do see it early on. I think like, yeah. it's just as it's really starting to take off for them. I think some. Well, I think, the Steve, someone, I think the Steve Madden IPO was like a big red flag. You yeah, know, obviously, I, like they made so much money off of that. <laughs> yeah, I did like that. Well, halfway through the film, he finally says, "You know what." You're not following all of this, are you? It's like, <laughs> it, doesn't <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What does matter is $65 million in three yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, I, I did like the line that he has when he's... I think it's in all the trailers as well. The, mm-hmm. the idea of last year I made $49 million, which really pissed me off because it was three, <laughs> three million shy of one a week. <laughs> <laughs> one million a week, yeah. yeah. Really pissed me off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good. I, I, I did want to say also, uh, along with the Quaalude scene, which I think will be his you talking to me scene for the rest of his life. You know, like Probably. that scene, you identify with this actor. Like, I think yeah. that's going to live on in infamy. But uh, <laughs> along with that scene that you're giving Oscar, I think any time you see him controlling that room with the microphone, yeah. it is captivating. I like... <laughs> I cannot imagine if anyone got up to leave, uh, like to go to the bathroom. I would have screamed out, like, "Sit the hell down! What the hell? Are you do you not care?" Like, but, I mean, he so has control of that room, and you see how everyone loves him and respects him, and yeah, and he just the energy he brings, and he's screaming and yelling and getting them excited, and you know, and then turns them loose, start dialing those, you know, dial those phones, you know. 
don't think no. You know, his yeah, speeches right? are just incredible. I yeah, mean, I, uh, credit the writing, but also the performance. To, yeah. Oh, I, my God. I have to wonder if they went to the guy or or whoever wrote the book uh, with the guy, mm-hmm. whatever, and asked him, like, could you give us as much as possible the mm-hmm. sorts of things you were saying to go off that? I mean, you never know. There could be one speech in there where that was him. Like, yeah. <laughs> this was what he did. And I, I'd love to see, I'm sure... I say that, no, no, I'm probably wrong. I'm sure that they're going to put something on the DVD, Blu-ray, whatever, where it will be kind of, this is actually what mm-hmm. happened to the guy. Like, this is most Oh, a it. trivia track or yeah. something like that, perhaps. Or, yeah, or, and then maybe yeah. showing, here's this scene, and here was how it actually went down, or mm-hmm. something, showing those two different things. Because I do think that, in this day and age, you get all of these based on a true story. Yeah. And then... Everyone sees that and just goes, oh, well, obviously this will be slightly embellished, but this is maybe mm-hmm. what happened. And then, of course, I can't have any examples off the top of my head, but there have been films that I know of that were based on a true story. And the, re- the way they were based on a true story was someone read this thing that happened. They then took that idea and wrote a film. Yeah. And that's, that's what you're seeing. It's like mm. there's no real basis in it. And I do think that in this, short of the name changes and and... I, I think Ar- I think Argo would fall on that line because there are so many inaccuracies in Argo yeah. about that whole situation. <laughs> but yeah, it takes the Iranian hostage crisis yeah. and then just... I mean, it's meant to entertain you. That's what the yeah. films are for. Most of them. <laughs> well, especially, what was it, the end of Argo where they're taking off on the plane just as the guys are... Oh, it never happened. No, they, 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 they stayed in separate houses yeah, and, yeah. you know, uh, I, there were... Well, Characters it, not even in the film that had big parts, you yeah, know. Yeah, the, the worst thing for me about that film was uh, that whole getaway thing. I read somewhere they were at home for they got home, and three weeks later was when they were the people that were there were storming the houses there and saying like, "Where are these guys?" Like, <laughs> well, that no. doesn't make for a very tense scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like, Knock, knock. Are they still... No, they left three weeks ago? Okay. Yeah. Roll credits. Yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> so, I mean, that, that being said, I love Argo. But, yeah, yeah that exactly. was just to point out, like, one of those based on true story things where you have to really take that based to heart. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and not the true part. Which is why I'm always interested in the films that do based on true story and try and give you some actual mm-hmm. consistency in there. I want to see exactly I, I how think, much it was. I think Apollo 13 is probably the closest that I can think of right now that is historically accurate. To a T. Probably because of how much that thing was and, recorded. Well, yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. I mean, they had all the transcripts of the conversations, you know, and... Uh, you know, yeah, Lovell working on the film, and you know, so that's yeah. and they really wanted to get that right to honor, you know, yeah. everyone involved. But yeah, I mean, I yeah, I'd like to think that they didn't want to get this right to honor the guy. No, 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 you don't really want to yeah, honor that, which yeah, <laughs> honor that behavior. But I mean, who's to say what we would each of us would do if we had millions and millions of dollars? Are we going to give it to charity, or are we going to have some fun? I can honestly <laughs> say that I would probably not give any money to charity. I can also honestly say that I probably wouldn't go on a drug and hooker bender. <laughs> well, so, you know, but everyone has their drug and hookers. It yeah, just may not yeah. be drugs and hookers. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, well, the, the, their the vices, guy, whatever. You would, you would buy films or TVs or, yeah. or games or you know, yeah, exactly. The, your the great, addictions. Well, the, the great bender line in future hours. Like, Right, I'm just going to create my own theme park with hookers and blackjack. In fact, forget the blackjack. <laughs> forget the blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> just get in the way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just, 
Definitely one of those films where, obviously, it's a stylized telling of the thing, which I would expect from Scorsese. I wouldn't expect him to just go, this is what happened. This has happened, and this happened, then this happened, yeah. Yeah, and obviously, Leo Leo was able to to give a fantastic performance Mm -hmm. in it, and it can almost be seen as... Uh, this is going into school PSA mode. This can be seen as a, a warning to people. It's like, yeah, th- there are severe consequences to all. Well, the with things. the yeah, uh, <laughs> jumping back to that quote we've seen again, I do like that. The I mean, so many times you see in films where they're he- the heroes or where the stars of the film, whatever, are driving drunk or driving high or whatever, yeah. and they do get away with it and they are fine and nothing happens and then they show a totaled $200,000 car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, this is what really happens when you drive when you're like yeah. that. <laughs> and and he, he does, I believe... Granted, he, that's to an extreme. Like, yeah. he, he wasn't even able to walk but somehow yeah. he drove home. <laughs> yeah, that, that being the thing, he shouldn't have been able to operate that car anyway. But. He shouldn't have made it 10 feet out of the driveway. But, but yeah, artistic license. Uh, <laughs> yes, all yeah. that. But I think you even get the line where he does say, like, Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, a tiny maybe bit of a wake-up call, yeah, but not he, really. Yeah, Right. He, he's, that's the thing. This guy, no matter what happened to him, it didn't put him off. It just made him more determined not to get caught. You know, I mean, time. I know this is like, we'll jump back, like, true story, but when Donnie is choking on the ham or whatever, yeah. like, I did, like, I didn't know this is a true story, and I thought he was going to die. Right. And I thought that would be the turner, like... This yeah. is what's going to snap him out of, ooh, i got to stop fucking around and grow up. Right. <laughs> My friend just died. Uh, All right, well, given his personality, I... I think I, maybe that's what he could have needed. <laughs> well, I, I could see that, but then I could also see that that would not only cause him to try and get Donnie's shares for himself... Yeah, or it would then, just lead him further down exactly, that drug path, yeah. like, console himself yeah, with that, the drugs. Now he needs more just to be yeah. able to keep going. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, yes. It was yeah. doomed <laughs> from the get-go. Yeah. But fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did, Not my life. I did like... It, it was kind of a... Almost a random moment just to have in the film as well. I did like the bit that they call his wake-up call. Where he looks out the window of the boat mm-hmm. that saved them from the boat. Yeah. And he sees the plane that he called to come get them just explode. Yeah. And, <laughs> that was so just brushed over. Yeah. <laughs> like, and all those people died. Okay, moving along with my drugs. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's the thing. And you even see his reaction. It's just kind of, did, did you, anyone? Like, I would have <laughs> liked to have seen a scene where he, like, called for the plane. Yeah. So then you, you see that plane, and then you don't need the explanation. Yeah. And it, you know, to, to I would like able... to see that preempted, not after the fact. Well, that, that's the thing. You'd like to be able to follow with him what happens, mm. rather than you see his reaction, and then it's like, Oh, that oh that's why he reacted that way? Oh, okay. Yeah, because you would... I I, would, I guess I'm, I didn't really think about that, but that, I guess, is one thing I would change with the script. Because then once you see that plane explode, you would immediately know what happened. Yeah. Like, oh my God, that's the plane he called. <laughs> <laughs> that just blew up, yeah. I know. I didn't get some of those decisions. I mean, I understand that maybe they didn't want to have a button on the nose of him calling to say, mm-hmm. hey, yeah. you know, all this. And, and maybe... Or even just him yelling, call for the, the plane that is in this area, you know, just when they're panicked, or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Donnie, call the... You know, okay. What was I going to say on that? Right. Oh, yeah. It's like, that whole scene was kind of surreal because it's like, you know, the, you see the boat kind of go down on the sea and mm-hmm. then... It cuts to the wives are dancing with some sailors, and they're in a ship 
that they got picked up in. I, I well, I just love him uh, sending. Uh, what was it? Then he said, "Down, Donnie, down to get the quaaludes," or was yeah. it? Some, or no, or was it? Uh, no, it was, it was Donnie. It was Donnie. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He's, he he's like, I'm not going to die sober. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, yeah. I, was, I love yeah, that. Yeah, that, that whole thing of just like, yeah, yeah, I'm here for you, baby. Get the drugs. He's like, there's three foot of water. Get the drugs. <laughs> Down there. Yeah. And of course, it then just had that great thing of he finally gets back, right? I've got them. And then just, oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, I did want to ask, uh, throwing a curve, what did you think of the narration? I enjoyed the narration, but I th- uh, that was another sort of crutch I felt they had. Like, there was do you think so it was used much too much? Okay. Narration. I do think I did that, like all all of it. I will say, yeah, I and that, I I can't say the narration was bad because mm-hmm. it was good it, and everything. I I mean, I thought mm-hmm. that maybe. I think it was really needed. I don't know because yeah, you need right. to hear his perspective because he's such a liar and manipulator. Yeah, you would never know what he truly is if he doesn't break that fourth wall and talk, tell talk to you. Yeah, and say this is what I'm fucking doing. <laughs> but, but that's the thing. Like, I, there was a lot needed just because of that for his character. But I do think that you know, maybe once or twice they could have just gone with a generic thing where they don't explain it and they leave it up to you to realize what's happening mm-hmm. and maybe then later yeah. something is involved in it. I do think it's something to be cautious of because you see it's kind of becoming a trend in a lot of stuff of the very coolly breaking the fourth wall not in like a Mel Brooks way for for last but you know uh, like with House of Cards Kevin Spacey you know if, even if you haven't seen it, I'm sure you've heard like he turns to camera and like no, yeah. talks, you know, for like five minutes at a time I've to the seen, audience I've in seen his the first character. Episode, yeah. yeah, and you know, I, I think that's becoming more of a thing. Well, um, yeah, I mean, especially in the film Kickass, for instance, where he is the narrator, and there's even one point in it where he's about to be. Like, you know, they're pouring gasoline on the guy. You know, spoiler for kicker. Uh, I'm not saying who or when, but, but there's a point where mm-hmm. he says, like, you know, so here I am. And for all of you saying, like, you know, oh, he's going to live because he's narrating, mm-hmm. fuck you. What about American Beauty? Right? I mean, it's, <laughs> all the, it's like, yeah, yeah, no, I can be dead. <laughs> and it, it's one of those things where, yeah, the, the narration was good for Breaking the Fourth Wall to be able to bring you into the film. And, you know, I... I guess I can't think of a specific narration that I would either take out or shorten mm-hmm. or turn out or something, but I think it would have been an interesting choice to maybe take one or two of those out just to, so to I, th- leave I think I think a lot of the laughs came from those scenes. Like oh, that's yeah. where, or, the, or maybe not just laughs, but just amusing aspects. Yeah, well, that, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's very difficult to tell because obviously it is its own thing now. So it's very difficult to tell, well, if I took that out and then went to see it for the first time, how would I, yeah, make, would I, would I feel, yeah. oh, that could have had narration on it. Yeah, I feel like uh, something's missing. Yeah, <laughs> I would be interested in seeing whether anyone else involved in the film, whether they would change it at all. Obviously, I would think that Scorsese had the final say with what went where. So clearly this is what he yeah, I think I think he's had like final... Cuts <laughs> for yeah. like thirty years now or forty. Yeah, I don't there, know. there are some people that can. Uh, oh, is that film okay? This is he has enough pedigree <laughs> in the business. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, obviously, the only thing is they wanted to not be an NC seventeen rated yeah. film, which I think at this day and age there shouldn't be anything 
I mean, obviously there should be a line between pornographic film and yeah. R-rated film, but I do think that... Because I don't think that this film could ever really be considered as pornographic. Well, I, I think the NC-17 needs to disappear. Like, you can warn people it's a strong R. You know? Yeah. You know, there are lots of graphic nudity or lots of uh, drug use. Or... Yeah, there's... Um... I mean, even they do them on the bands now. You know, they yeah. explain what is in Well, the, the exactly. Film. There's that new trailer now at the beginning of the films where they show that you know okay well all of these films may have the same rating but now we show Mm -hmm. why it is so you can think about well yeah get rid of nc-17 and just stay on it like yeah this is exactly so don't be surprised if you didn't want to see a boob and now you've seen a (laughs) oh i don't know they didn't warn me but I, i don't know um the rare thing that i noticed yeah. there was actually a red band trailer oh, nice. at the beginning of this which I, you know, there are always green band trailers yeah, I, I i can't remember what the film was which one it was but uh, i i've definitely been and seen other films that have had a red band trailer i just can't oh the heat actually me and my wife okay. went to but i mean it, you don't see it a lot yeah so i mean i guess they figure well you're here to see the martin scorsese film you're not yeah. going to be shocked if you see a little violence or whatever in a trailer yeah <laughs> violence or drug use in a trailer yeah oh well yeah it's uh, you're about to watch three hours of it <laughs> so. I, I know right Wow, that's, I like that we, we, ended, we ended up talking about an in-depth discussion about the rating system in America. Yes! <laughs> we get very political here. Yes. All right, well... Uh, well, I mean, yeah, if you just want to watch the documentary, this film is not yet rated. Oh, um, I have seen that. That is a great film. Yeah. I think I even recommended that. I think you did, like one of the first episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, go check that out again. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we're about done to wrap up. Do you... Uh... I was going to say... Oh, yeah. Do you have anything let, else there? Let's not make it as long as... Uh, as the film itself so oh yes 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 uh, <laughs> because that is thoroughly much more entertaining than hearing right. us talk about a film for three hours <laughs> yes, unless you're my mother in which case you might just be willing to give us a benefit oh, yes. well thank you <laughs> yeah. thank you Paul's mom <laughs> alright the only other thing I was going to say but uh, we don't have too much time I think I'll bring it up again maybe next time we talk which is that this was shot digitally and not on film and uh, I think that can be an interesting discussion we can have at a later date so I will write that down and we can talk about it next hey, time hey and no 3D version so yay alright so I guess quickly then do you, what rating would you give what rating I'm tempted to like give it one but I think I want to give it the one that I think is going to stand the test of time mm-hmm. better that's what I've done this time right? and I think it's gonna I will do a minus 1.5 all right, wow, okay. Do you think that was going to go I thought lower? we were going to go a, a little... Like, I was thinking of minus one, a minus one, I, I and, was, which is kind of how I feel about the film now, yeah. Which, but I, I think over the years well, I, it'll be a minus 1.5. I was thinking myself of about a 1.5, and then thinking that as, as a body of work, maybe a minus one overall, because there's not much to it I can knock. Really, I was trying to think mm. of it, and there's not much in it that I can really think yeah, is, is that bad. And the problem is going to be that it really is only for more of a niche audience until, let's say, 15 years down the line when no one's going to care about the amount of nudity or swearing mm-hmm. in a film, and then everyone can finally see this this film without feeling that they come to, come to see a, well, a high R film yeah. or something. So. Uh, but yeah, I'll stick with my minus one okay, yeah. as as my critique for the film because it is a good film. 
Scorsese. So. Yeah, and and like I said, it's uh, you know, like I point out, so I don't know if it necessarily has a lot of replay value, but for three yeah. hours you get to go along the ride, and I mean, most of us, a vast majority of us, are never going to live that lifestyle, so we get to enjoy yeah. that lifestyle vicariously through this character, right. and it's why most of us go to the movies. This captures perfectly is just escapism, pure fun and entertainment, and that's. You know, it's not a documentary. You're not being taught, so it's not cautionary. I mean, it could be viewed as a cautionary tale, but uh, I mean, it's set out to entertain you. It's yeah. not Schindler's List. You know, it's not <laughs> where it's meant to educate you. And I think it delivers perfectly on that. Oh yeah, definitely an entertaining film, and yeah, you know, if it does then lead you to look up the actual guy mm-hmm. that's doing it, then you know, it can then serve as a history lesson as <laughs> Or well. you decide not to take part in an insider trading scheme. <laughs> yeah. Because, you, you know, federal prison doesn't sound that great to you anymore. Yes, e- equally to entertain <laughs> and war. There, there we go. <laughs> but I doubt that's going to stop you if you have that kind of drive and ambition. True, yeah. If you're, yeah. If you're already doing it, you're not going to stop. Just yeah, because just because Hollywood tells you to. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't have any Netflix. Netflix. Or anything I have stuff. two real quick ones. I'm not even going to explain them too much because I know right. we're uh, pressed on time. Yeah. Uh, the one is Marin. It's right. comedian Mark Marin's uh, show on IFC, but it is on Netflix, and I binge watched them in about 12 hours. <laughs> I think. Right. And I think there's like 10 episodes. They're each uh, like 22 minutes long, so you can okay. watch them real quick, real yeah. fast. It's hilarious. It, it's um, kind of in the style of Louie, if you've heard of Louie, or right. even like Seinfeld earlier one, where it's. Right. He plays himself, but a heightened version of that. Right. Once okay. again, going kind of back to Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> but, uh, yes, uh, but you know, it's it's you know maybe not all of the same things happen, but he he does his podcast on the show, you yeah. know, on the show. But it is very very funny. And uh, the other one, um, you may be very surprised to hear this one. Okay. Uh, a friend from work re- recommended. Um, to me is Attack on Titan. Have I you? did that in Ender's Game. That is a fantastic you show. You recommended it? <laughs> yes, that? I, I did. don't recall that. Okay, well, I'm so sorry, but that's. Uh, no, it's all right. I've, I've only seen like four episodes, and I still do not like anime, but I like the story. Keep I watching. really love the story. Please keep watching okay. it. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. See, uh, when you just start with anime, I just kind of tune out. No, yeah. So. <laughs> I don't remember you saying I, that. I'm now looking forward to getting your take on it. I, <laughs> yes. When, uh, when you finished, I, I won't yes. be able to talk to you about Okay. It. And real quickly, I, did, I, I was remiss to mention this earlier. I did see the film with my great friend Ashley. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. He's been hounding me nonstop about the fact that he's going to see this with Ashley. And then he doesn't mention it. There we go. Now he's got it in. All right. <laughs> All right. I guess that's, that's it. That's it for me. And that's it for me. All right. Bye, folks. Bye.